Welcome to fit to talk What is happening, team? Ho, ho, ho. We hope you had a fantastic Christmas. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We try to make your life a bit better every time you listen. And remind you that... Fitness doesn't have to be boring, mm. even on the holidays. Right now, you're listening to one of our talk episodes in which Bobby and I pretty much do this. We talk about stuff. And if you like what we do, please leave us a review. And on that note, cue the music. Different music. Oh. Go on. Should old acquaintance be... Oh, no, I'm not doing ah, the real music. <laughs> it's fit to talk. Oh, I liked old Lang Syne. Did you? Couple of days. Couple of days. <laughs> yeah. We should have linked hands and really gone for it. Um, <laughs> Full out. I got it. Yeah. No. It's never fun. You have to see it in panto. It's never fun. You? Have you ever... You've yeah. done panto, haven't you? Many pantos. And you're like... You end up linking hands with the audience. COVID nightmare nowadays. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. God. You'd link hands with the entire audience, which never works. No, it's weird. Like, well, cast like down the side and then everyone sings this. And the words, top tip for people not in the industry, the words to Old Lang Syne are almost always printed out and put next to the conductor or on the camera because nobody knows no, them. No, nobody has No one in the cast knows them. Uh, but we all have to pretend that we do. So and it's all... always rogue as well. Like, it's never practiced. You're just like, yeah. oh, let's just go for it. It's going to be fun. Well, at the end of the show, this cast member is going to introduce it, say something, and go, Go on. And in my experience, that cast member has always been me. Uh, <laughs> so I get lumped with that a lot. I see. I get away with it because I'm always just the comic sidekick. <sighs> see, I'm like, the, even the one I did last Christmas, there were obviously COVID madness and illness yeah. and all this stuff. And they were like, will you do like a speech at the start to explain to the audience uh, how we haven't cancelled the show and mm. how there's all these people like not doing it? They don't give me any information on what to write. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll go and craft a speech then, which I took very seriously. I was like, I will have tears. I will have the tears. Uh, it was like motivating. Uh, <laughs> it started with this like, I demand tears. I was like, I was picturing Aragorn in like the return of the king. Going, there will oh. come a time when the lands of men fail, but today is not that day. <laughs> I literally modeled a bit of it on that. It worked. Excellent. It worked. That's specific. It's oddly <laughs> specific. Like- Rousing speech. Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Done. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Done. Um, it was literally like that. I was like, for this reason, this show could not have been on, mm. but that's not what's happening. It was like, ah. In my head, it was way better than it was. Um, <laughs> I'm sad I didn't get to see that. I saw your panto, but I didn't get to see this speech. That yeah, you made. sorry. Devastating. <laughs> sorry that you saw the panto. <laughs> I, I got to see your lovely thighs and oh, those God. trousers. Too that many people. magnificent. They, they were some tight trousers. Mm. Uh, I slipped the costume designer a fine. <laughs> um, the, it's the 29th of December. If you're listening to this. Yes, it is. It's not no, right now. It's not right now. Because we're recording this before Christmas because we wanted some days off. Yeah, we want some time off because we never take time off. So by the time people are listening to this, it's after Christmas. So Bobby, how was your fake Christmas? Uh, my fake Christmas was exactly what I wanted it to be. A day off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My fake Christmas was the best Christmas I've ever had. The finest. Yes. So reality will only be a step down. Yeah. I have actually already had a fake Christmas. Have you? Yeah. Me too. I had flatmas, as we're calling it. It was just the people that live in my flat. Nice. We had Mexican nice. food. It was weird. Great choice. <laughs> well, I, I did have a proper full Christmas roast already this year. In what? November? Was it no, no, it might have even been October. Sam's brother was over visiting from Australia, so the whole family got together. We had a proper Christmas down in Plymouth. It was, um, oh. I mean, the food, Sam's mum again, just a little round of applause for Sam's mum because that food was fantastic. Oh, 
I am excited about Christmas yeah. food. I know hopefully by now people are probably sick of Christmas food because you've had the leftovers. Never. Turned it into turkey curry. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sam will definitely make a turkey curry. I love a turkey curry because mm. it all falls apart in the curry. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this it's delicious. meaty mush. <laughs> it's kind of glorious. Mm. Um, I'm excited. Well, I've already had this in <laughs> as you're listening to it, but... I can't wait for the like the Boxing Day sandwiches. Oh, big, such a big with fan. a bit of gravy in a sandwich. Yes, gravy in the sandwich. Unreal. As Ross from Friends says, the moist maker. Oh, the moist maker, triple layered, triple layered. Ooh. Oh, get in my mouth. That is by now you will have had those, yeah, and God. of course it's New Year's Eve in a few days' time. It is. Uh, I should tell you this. I haven't told you this in life. Uh, I won't be here for New Year's Eve. I'm. I'm actually devastated. You're, this is this is live devastation. Live devastation. Uh, true, I haven't given you this news. What a strange time to deliver this news to you. Um, <laughs> We'd like to be open uh, on, this, <laughs> on this podcast. So we might as well do it right here. Yeah. Yes, uh, we had a, um, a small debate, Maddie and I, about it. We might as well be honest. Um, uh, uh, it, the debate ran for about eight days, and uh, eventually... I would say I caved. Fair. Um, in that for Maddie, New Year's Eve is a time that she traditionally has always spent with her family. Right, right. Which I think is nuts. <laughs> like, I spend Christmas with my family yeah, yeah. and New Year's Eve with my friends. Yeah. Otherwise, you're with your family for at least a week. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. And that's if you're there just Christmas Day yeah, all the way all through the way to New Year's because yeah, yeah, yeah. they live really, really far away. Um, so we had a little debate about it uh, and... Uh, yes, the outcome was not favourable for my request, <laughs> uh, which I think should tell you <laughs> who wears the trousers in our relationship. Uh, um, but yes, so simply put, we will still be up with Maddie's family, which will be fantastic and we'll have an amazing yeah. time. Um, but yeah, I should tell you that I won't be here. Fair play. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, as I've said, I am I am devastated. Uh, I'm we- a bit sad, actually. I am. I am genuinely sad. Yeah. Uh, but New Year's Eve for me is going to be very uh, chilled. Like yeah. we're just going to. That's why I was excited. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love a chilled New Year's Eve. If New Year's like, Eve sucks, yeah. Whatever you do, it sucks. Like yeah. there is no way. If you have this idea that New Year's Eve is this massive party with like champagne and it's going to be like this incredible seeing in of the New Year, if that's your expectation, it's going to suck. Uh, one of my friends from drama school, we had this thing where. Uh, do you remember that song that came out? Tonight's gonna be a good oh, yeah. night. Bang, like, yeah, yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, well, we'd we'd sing before it started on New Year's Eve. We'd mm. sing "Tonight's Gonna Be a Shit Night" to really lower the <laughs> expectation. Nice. And you'd sing most of the song. You'd whack the song on and change it to that. So the expectation was nothing. And we went out and had the best New Year's Eve of our entire life. That's lives. the thing. I think if you set the expectations really high, then it, your New Year's Eve is never going to live up to it. If you just go in and going, well, it'll be what it's going to be, then actually you'll probably have a great time. And yeah, it's about who you're with rather than what you're doing. Yeah. I love um, that. So yeah. Do you have any traditions? What do you do? Usually you said it's chilled. Uh, I have zero traditions, like none mm. whatsoever. I, like this year I'm working New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I'm teaching Ooh. classes. Ooh. So um, who is turning up to a New Year's Day class? I don't know, but you're mad if you are. I'm mad that I'm teaching them. They've made a resolution um, and they're like, I will start immediately. Yeah, I must start on the 1st of Jan. I will be fit now. I've really <laughs> messed up this Christmas. <laughs> I will be immediately fit. Yeah, it must begin on the 1st or I've missed the boat. Yeah. I've yeah. missed the boat. Yeah. That, that, that is almost certainly why the studio is open. A hundred percent. Because people go, I want to start like, right now. Yeah. Not, which I completely understand when you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to do this thing. Oh, I had a fantastic idea the do other so. day. Um, oh, I'm not going to tell you. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you off mic. 
Uh, (laughs) I had this idea and I was like, it's adding more work for myself. Wait, wait, what? You'd never like to add more. (laughs) Essentially like a fifth arm of work that I need to do. Excellent. And I was like, but I was like, this is genius. Mm. I don't know why I haven't done this. And the reason I haven't done this is it's going going to take me a year. Um, But uh, I had this idea and then I was like, I must immediately follow through with this right now or it's, or someone else will beat me to it. And I was like, there's nothing I can do about this no. right now. There's absolutely nothing about, sorry, it's cryptic, but um, there's nothing I can do about it. And I can't, I can't do, and I don't have time to do you anything. You definitely don't have time. So it was just this infuriating thing where I was like, why have I not thought about this a year ago? Like, this is the, this yeah, is what the have thing. I waited till now oh to think God. about it? And I was so stressed out. Oh. I'm trying to think of my traditions on New Year's Eve. It used to be that we would go into London mm. and see the fireworks and go. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nelson's, yeah. Nelson's Column. Is that the place to Fargo Square? Yeah. And, um, and go there. And then it changed to just somewhere with some fireworks. But realistically, like you said, now I'm old. I... I quite like just a quiet one yeah. with, with some friends, yeah. uh, which was going to be glorious. On a side note, have you seen the terrible Christmas tree in Trafalgar Square? I haven't been in, no. It is terrible. It's not on the artwork podium, is it? The, the fourth <laughs> pillar. It, honestly, I was like, I walked past Trafalgar Square the other day and I was like, expecting to see this magnificent tree. Yeah. It's pathetic. Why is it so bad? I don't know. It's so small. Oh. It's so small and it's like barely decorated. It. Um, unless it was some sort of temporary tree, and now there's some magnificent tree in its place, it was awful. Well, do you know what? Uh, part of me's glad because it means they've spent less money on it. Yeah, true. Spend some money helping people pay their bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less energy on the on the tree. Yeah, yeah precisely. I mean, if that is probably why. No, but it actually, probably is. And if that is the reason why, then well done. Then great, great effort. But if somebody's just done a bad job, and if you've just done budget. a bad job, then terrible. <laughs> yeah, if the budget remained the same, and that is the tree you got. You <laughs> did not succeed. What's your? Do you have like a favourite New Year's Eve memory? Uh, yeah, one of my favourite ever New Year's Eves was um, uh, was when I did Panto in Malvern. It was um, I was doing Cinderella at Mal- uh, the theatre in Malvern, and it was um, one of my really close mates, Owen, who he was Prince and I was Dandini for years and years and years. We were in digs together with. Uh, one of the ugly sisters and um, also Owen's husband, Simon. And we had basically like a new year's Eve party in our digs, just us, us having a nice time playing some games, watching TV, had some nice food. And then like halfway through the night, we hear people shouting outside and we were like, what is going on? So we opened the door to hear what's going on. And upstairs, the, like directly above us, they were having a massive New Year's Eve party. And they were like, come up, come up. We were like, okay. So we end up in this New Year's Eve party in in this flat above us. Everyone is wasted. Like all of us, apart from me, proceed to get wasted as well. We end up like, and this is not normally in my like wheelhouse of things I like doing. We ended up singing songs in like the kitchen, like me and Owen, he was wasted. We're singing me and my shadow. Cause that was what we sang oh. in the panto. And we're like pissing around, had the best night. It was, it's one of the funniest nights ever. And just again, it's what we spoke about before spontaneous. It wasn't meant to be that. And it yeah. ended up being that. And it was hilarious. And we loved it. Um, 
That yeah. sounds so good. Yeah, I love it in my shadows. What about you? Any particular favourites? Um, there's one that's really, really memorable. In hindsight, I'm like, hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, my friend Tom and I, we lived together. It was in drama school, the third, ti- uh, third year of drama school. And I wasn't in a great place at the time. But uh, we sort of had this like crazy pre-drinks. And then we had been working at this place that was like a 1920s, like secret bar. Okay. Uh, massive, ma- massive thing where we were like part of the entertainment there. Right. And they nice. were doing a new year's Eve party. So we were going to go and meet a whole bunch of friends in Trafalgar Square mm. and then do that. So we decided to have some food and pre-drink beforehand. And, uh, that we did <laughs> I I you. Probably, uh, a ridiculous excess of alcohol. We'll put it like that. And we got to Trafalgar Square to meet our friends and we were, we were a state, an absolute state. Uh, <laughs> and we arrived and our friends were like, oh, they, they drunk. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh they drunk. They and drunk. then we saw the fireworks. It turned midnight. And then we went to this 1920s place. So we went at midnight to that place. That shut at three. So we were there for three hours having nice. a fantastic time. We met some lovely people there, um, insinuation intended. And uh, <laughs> then we ended up at a, at a nearby 24-hour pub, oh, which I didn't know existed. No. I think it was just for that. And we ended up, this like Swedish guy came over and was like, I'm by myself on New Year's. We were chatting at the bar. We were like, join us. <laughs> Come with us. <laughs> like, let's go. We were out till about 7 a.m. in the nice. morning. Uh and with this, I can't remember his name, but with, with this Swedish guy, made a friend, kept in touch with him for a couple of years afterwards. It was Amazing. so funny. A great night, but also, you know, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> a glorious night. A glorious night all around. Thankfully uh, behind us. <laughs> let's chat resolutions. Yes, let's chat resolutions. Right. Okay. So resolutions, where to begin? I suppose we should say why they exist, right? Because everybody knows what a New Year's resolution is. Yeah. Uh, I think, but my opinion of them used to be this pointless thing. Mm-hmm. But when I was doing a bit of research on it, I found out that they have been around since pretty much the dawn of human civilization. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll give you a definition. A New Year's resolution is a tradition, obviously. Tradition. <laughs> Most common in the Western world, but also found in the Eastern world, in which a person resolves to continue or begin, good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal, or otherwise improve their behavior at the beginning of a calendar year. I think we all kind of knew that. But the oranges, uh, oranges? The oranges. The origins. I've had too many gins, I can't say origins. Uh, The people made promises to their gods at the start of each year around the world in different cultures, right? This is prevalent in all documented history, which is crazy. Always at the start of the year, they'd Mm. make make promises to their gods that they would return, like borrowed objects, pay debts, etc. Like the Romans began each year making promises to the god Janus, for whom the month of January Ah, is named. And then in the, I love this one, in the medieval era, the knights took something called the peacock vow, which probably means something else now. And at the end of the Christmas season each year, they would take this vow to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. So shall we reaffirm our commitment to chivalry, Bobby? I'm always doing that. I am chivalry. (laughs) I am. I am chivalry. So are you making any New Year's resolution? Uh, I am not. No. Well, not that I've thought about. Um, I don't normally... I don't normally do it. I I definitely used to. um, But I don't... 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't ever really set any resolutions. How about you? Uh, I'm with you. I don't usually do it, but I think I, I'm quite without blowing my own trumpet. I'm quite good at setting my goals. Yes, and you know, breaking them down on how to get there. When you mm-hmm. you know you if you. Um, I'm nearly qualified as a life coach, but it's kind of the same thing, this goal setting, right, that you go, right, uh, here's how we get get to this end point. And you have to break it down to measurable, they have to be smart, attainable, realistic, yep. time-bound, all that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty good at doing that, but I quite like the idea of doing it at New Year's so that you go, right, this entire year, what do I want to do? But my problem with them is that people are just general, right? They go, oh, I want to lose four stone. Yeah. Okay, well, that's difficult. How? Like, they're not specific. There's not. There's no time. That's not random. So people don't stick to them. No. But I think I will... I will take that moment, the day off that I will have mm. to go, right, let's do some forward planning, you know, which we, we need to do for fit two too. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I, I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, th- I, th- I probably will think about it actually closer to new year because th- there's definitely, if I, if I look back on the last year, there's definitely some things I'd like to change mm. about my life and kind of how I'm living it. And I, I quite like New, Year, New Year's resolutions. Like they get a bad press. Like a lot of people are like, no, you shouldn't. Why, why are you making New Year, New Year's resolution to start on the 1st of January? Why not start now? And I'm like, actually, no, like there is something to starting on the 1st of Jan. Like, like you said, it's a new year. You're it's going cyclical, in. Yeah. yeah. You're going into the new year. You're reflecting on what's happened the past year. You're going, looking forwards, going, saying, okay, well, maybe this is what I want to achieve next year. Like, it's it, it, it's quite often a sales tactic by a lot of <laughs> yep. a lot of people who are like, no, no, don't wait, don't wait till the new year to start it. Start it now. I get why people want to wait till the new year. Also, you have some time off over Christmas. You have time to reassess, yeah, and to look at your life and go, okay, this maybe maybe I want to try something new in the new year, or maybe I want to change this about my life. And I think, yeah, they get a bad press, but I, I. I quite like them. I, I like them. I should say that I, I absolutely have said that, right? I should I've say, don't wait till the new year, start now. Mm. I've been saying that through November, yeah, through yeah. half of December. Yeah. Right. But when you're going, okay, well, it's the 27th of December. You, you might as well wait and start and have that feeling of yeah. new energy that comes with the new year as well. Whereas, okay, we're looking at the end of November. Yeah. I'm if, like, you're, if you're in November, there, there's, no, there's no reason when you're in November. Yeah. Like, you're right when you say that don't Before, wait till the new year to do it. Start weeks. now. Like, you're still in November. There is still yeah. a, a twelfth of the year left. Yeah. Like, four weeks is long. You can make a huge, you make a huge change shift in that. So, it, but, yeah. but I'm with you with both of those things. I think they both go together. But uh, we should say that we wanted to say, like, should you make a New Year's resolution? Thoughts? Should our listeners make a New Year's resolution? If you want to, yes. Like, <laughs> there we go. That's yeah. it. Like, that's, that's I, don't, I don't think I don't think you should feel. A pressure Agreed. to make a resolution, but there might be something that you want to change. And if you do, if there is something you want to change, it's the perfect time to go, like you said, make these smart goals. Yeah. Make these goals that are achievable, that you can really plan out. And yeah, so if you are going to do them, I think 
do them properly and do them well, but don't always feel the pressure to do them. I've forgotten his name, but the guy who wrote Atomic Habits, the book, um, it's fantastic. In that book, he mentions this, and I was listening to an interview with him a couple of days ago, and he says that people often think that planning... Uh, their criticism of doing that is mm. that uh, where's the freedom, where's the spontaneity? And his argument was that the planning actually frees up yeah. people's uh, headspace, time, money, everything else in order to be spontaneous. He was Great. like, the freest you will ever be is when you have all of your steps in place, like that you can live in the present and do within that mm -hmm. without crippling yourself financially or and, or emotionally or whatever way it is. And I really, really loved that. I was yeah, like, a hundred percent agree true. with that. Cause then you go, Oh, here's my plan. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week for the next 12 weeks. Fine. That's my goal. We go, Oh, I don't want to go to the gym today. Okay. Well don't go today because you're going to go three times a week anyway, go the next day. Mm. But if you've planned and you know, you can't go on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's Wednesday and you go, I don't want to go today. Well, in order to hit your goal, you probably should mm. should go that day unless you're really fatigued, you need the rest, etc. Yeah. So it allows you to be spontaneous and fit within that. But anyway, let's give you some tips on how to stick to the New Year's resolutions that you make. Yes. Because that's really the meat of this. The criticism of them is that 90 something percent of people don't stick to them. So how do you do it? Habit forming. <laughs> Habit forming. It's really important, right? Because making a habit part of your day-to-day -day life, people often jump in, you know, both feet. They're all in mm. and the change is too drastic and eventually you'll sort of yeah. fall off the wagon, as they say. So let's give you a little thing as to help that. So number one, uh, the brain is resistant to change because change requires effort and energy. If you can conceptualize this and understand it, your brain doesn't want to change because it has to build new pathways. Yeah. If you ask it to build new pathways, too many at once, it's not going to happen. Or it's very, very difficult for yeah. it to happen. It probably won't. So you want to make small changes gradually. Yeah. And kind of moving on from that, the brain works basically to maximize pleasure and minimize pain. So the way it does that is by sticking to the easy habits and behaviors that you've already got set in place. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Like you are not going to, your brain doesn't want to do anything that's mm -hmm. going to cause you physical pain, emotional pain, or anything else. So getting up that little bit earlier might be uncomfortable. It's not going to want to do it. And if something feels nice, like sitting on your ass on the couch, watching Netflix, mm -hmm. feels quite nice in that moment. So your brain's going to go, do this. It's easy. Yeah. I don't have to think, uh, which is kind of joyous. So learning a new habit it creates new neural pathways in your brain. And the more you repeat that action, then that pathway gets stronger, making it much easier for you to do the action. The same is true for us for our, yeah. an exercise. So when we put that into context, the more you do a chest a bench press, let's say, the better your body gets at it. Yeah. And it's the same with the brain. The more you put your shoes out in the morning, you've packed your bag for the gym the night before, the more you do that, the easier that will be. You won't have to think about it and you'll just go to the gym. Yeah. The way, the way to think about this is like, imagine a forest and you want to cut a pathway through that forest. The first time you do it, that's going to be tough. Them trees are going to be big. They're going to be hard to <laughs> chop down. So that's, you, you're not going to want to do that, but it's going to be really tough. The next time you do it, yeah. it'll be a little bit easier. Yeah. So those, chop down one tree at a time. Yeah. Those trees aren't going to be as big. Yeah. There's not going to be necessarily as many of them. 
you're going to chop them down. So you want to build those, create those pathways. And then once you've done that first time, once you've gone through that, yeah. it becomes much easier. I love that. Let's and change the idea of time. So let's imagine chopping through a forest once a year. Mm. And then when you come back, it's regrown, but there'll be smaller. Tr- oh, oh, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> um, that's joyous. Another reason your brain's resistant to change as well is because one small change mm. or one change tends to require other lifestyle changes, yep. right? So if you go, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week, that's not just the gym. That's like getting up earlier, maybe going to bed earlier. So more sleep, being more prepared. You probably have to wash more clothes. You've got more gym clothes you need to wash. Yeah, like, I know that well. Yeah, but it's that simple <laughs> stuff, right? There's this ripple effect yeah. that actually, and being honest with yourself about how difficult that's going to be is relevant. Like yeah, you need yeah, to absolutely. go, there's a lot of things that need to happen to do that. So you need to take that into account. Absolutely. And mental tools like willpower and discipline, they're going to help to resist urges and do difficult actions while knowledge gives you the practical steps to perform. Precisely. Mm. And, and again, jumping back to uh, Atomic Habits here, where where I got this information from, mm. uh, read that book. It's unbelievable. If you're listening to this, it's super, super helpful. Is uh, So motivation follows action, mm-hmm. right? We all know this intrinsically, but what that means is if you're sat on the sofa, you don't really want to do the dishes. But the second you're up doing the dishes, Halfway through that, you're like, well, I'll probably wipe the surface as well. Yeah. And I'm, I'll just, do you know what? I'll tidy up this. Like your motivation to do that stuff comes from doing something. Yeah, yeah. So if you can find the discipline to do it, then you will maybe feel motivated mm-hmm. to do it. You might not, but at least you've still done it. Yeah. And that's what, what discipline is, right? Um, yeah. We want to, as in number seven. <laughs> It's to learn from failures too. So every time you hit a tree, yeah, this, <laughs> I'm, I'm fully leaning into this. I like it. That you can't chop down. Don't make it a reason to stop, right? Walk around the tree. I'm really leaning into mm. this. Uh, I think that's really important. I think this is probably one of the most important ones. It's, it's easy. It's easy. When you fail, it's easy to go, well, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. I'm checking out. It doesn't need to be that way. I think you learning from those failures, learning from those t- challenging moments and finding a way past them is so beneficial. And it just, yeah, you d- don't use it as an excuse to stop. Yeah. Or not start. Or like, not start in the first place. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been to the gym in six months. Okay. Go to the gym. Yeah. Like, you know, if you said to somebody, right, I want you to go to the gym and it's a two minute rule, right? This yeah, is from yeah. Tommy Harris. Two minutes. Go to the gym. And be there for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all you have to do. Go, be there for two minutes. Set a timer. When two minutes is hit, leave. I don't care if you're halfway through an exercise. Put yeah, it yeah. down and leave. The chances are you'll choose to stay. Yeah. And if you can just do that, then then you'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think this is one that always applies to nutrition. I think this is this happens all the time. Anytime you're looking at nutrition, like people have a bad day. People have a day where they eat too much. And don't stick to kind of what they're set out and we'll go, well, that's done then. Yeah. Like might as well. I might, as well, beers. I might as well stop. I might as well just go back to how I lived before. It doesn't need to be like that. You don't need to view it as such a binary thing of going, this is good. This is bad. Yeah. This, <laughs> I've succeeded. I failed. <laughs> like it's yeah. And just, it might be worth in that instance, checking whether your goals are realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if that's happening to you once a week, you might go, well, am I overstretching mm-hmm. this? Am I, is it actually 
like realistic within my current lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, and with that in mind, what you want to do is identify what is working for you, mm-hmm. like what positive changes you are making and reinforce that behavior. Yeah. Like identify that, acknowledge it, pat yourself on the back for it, celebrating all those little victories Absolutely of so going, right. do you know what? I packed my bag. I didn't go to the gym, but I did pack my bag still. Mm-hmm. Like, well done. Like that is actually difficult. Yeah, yeah. So and I know it might sound nuts when I say that, but that is... Hard. It's hard, yeah. To put into your routine. So if you just if you get used to that, or going, oh, I chose to walk up the stairs that time instead of taking the escalator. Like, yes, huge, yeah, great. And you might not be something you want to post about on social media, but who cares? Yeah. Uh, number eight, you want to hit us with that? Yeah, become aware to understand which part of the strategy is helping you change and which isn't. Yes, become aware. Become aware. Tricky to actually do, but realistically what we're talking about is the same thing, right? If Mm. you can just take stock of where you are and go, right, this plan I had laid out with the best of intentions, what's working, what isn't? And then what's helping you to actually turn into the person you want to be? Whatever that looks like, whatever the hell that person is for you. Yeah. Then you're good. I think it's, it's constantly about like reassessing what's going on. Like you don't... If you set a plan out at the beginning uh, for 1st of Jan, that plan might need to be adapted. You might need to adjust things to make it work for you because you'll learn things along the way and you'll learn what works. You'll learn what is stopping you from working and you'll find a way around it and keep reassessing along the way. Yeah, And you're a human. Like if you are rigidly sticking to a plan that you made five months ago and it doesn't really work with your life, then it's not a good plan. No. Like a good plan should have scope for change and, yeah. and to be changed, constantly be, be built and modified. And mm. unfortunately, that is more work, which is why people get help, right? Yes. You want somebody, people with endless money have mentors and coaches in every aspect of their life. Absolutely. Because it's a lot of work to do this planning. So realistically, that's why you'd hire somebody like us as a personal trainer or a nutrition coach or both of those mm-hmm. things or a life coach, whatever. Um, but not everybody has that options. So try and do what you can to build that in place. And then of course, positive feedback improves motivation and your confidence. Yeah. Celebrate those wins. Like you've already said, celebrate those wins along the way. Yeah. And I would love for people listening to this to do that. I mean, literally do it. Pat yourself on the back, Mm. give yourself a round of applause, a little cheer, do a little dance. When you, when you leave to go to the gym in the morning, before you do the session, when you walk out of the door, celebrate that you've done that thing yeah, yeah. because then you're not putting it externally. You're not expecting positive uh, feedback from others. Nice if it comes in, sure, mm-hmm. but you're not doing it for that. It's for you. And I promise do that for long enough. You'll feel great. I love that. It's real fun. Yeah. I do a little dance when I leave my door. My neighbors think I'm weird. I believe you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, it kind of wraps up our, uh, New Year's resolution chat. Yeah. Have I convinced you to make a New Year's resolution? Yeah, I, d- I do want to make some resolutions. Like I know my, I know my work-life balance needs addressing. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Um, <laughs> exactly. Work li- life. Work life. <laughs> work life balance. Uh, <laughs> That's a new yeah. arm of the business. That is. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> this business has got so many arms. Fit to balance. <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh, dear. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like it. Um thank you for listening to us on Fit to Talk uh for this whole year. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Since, since we started. End of 2022. It's been a big year for Fit 2. 
yeah, and another exciting one to come. Just a huge, very grateful thank you from yeah. us for supporting us, for listening, uh, for sharing, for reviewing us, the people yeah. who have. There's been loads. We've got, what, 110 five-star reviews? Yeah. Uh, which is super exciting. Yeah, and... Yeah. Happy New Year. Don't miss our next guest episode uh, when we are joined by Katie Bernstein, who is an absolute pro. Yes. She's been on a ton of stuff and she's a wonderful actress and really, really beautiful to speak to. Yeah, beautiful beautiful. And so much fun. We had such such a blast recording this podcast. It's a good way to start the year, I think. Yeah. It's going to be a cracking episode for the beginning of the year. Yeah. Happy days. Um, Find us on social media at fit2 underscore talk. As always, if you have any questions, any burning questions, any burning desires. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get in touch. Drop us a DM. Slip slide into those DMs. I will be waiting there having a bubble bath in champagne, which I am allergic to. So pray for me. <laughs> will you be singing Old Lang Syne? I will not. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, Don't forget to leave us that review. And if you like what you've heard, we've been fit to talk with me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out. Should all no. the No, Stefan. <laughs>